0: In this sikha, the Rebbe is going to be explaining a very interesting difference in halacha between lulav and sukkah, based on a general explanation on the ideas of, uh, on the ideas of Rosh Hashanah, Yim Kippur and sukhas. We know that the halacha is, we cannot be yoytza on a borrowed lulav, and borrowed dalad minim. We know there's the concept of maton al-menas We cannot be yoytza with somebody else's dalad minim. When it comes to sukkah, there's a machloikas. The is like the chachamim. They learn out from the pasach, that all the yidin could be technically sitting in the same sukkah. Clearly you could be yoytzer with a borrowed sukkah. Now the pasuk does say, just like by lulav, it says, l'chem, which implies it should be yours. There is a pasach by sukkah, a similar pasach, um, that it should be l'cha. However, the chachamim learn out from that pasach that it only means that it shouldn't be stolen, but it could be borrowed. Now, the Alter Rebbe, in discussing this halacha, regarding sukkah, says that in a borrowed sukkah, it's mamish like it's yours. And therefore you can be yoytze with it, even though it says l'cho. The question is, why the difference, that by luluv we say from lachem we say it actually has to be yours, and it cannot be borrowed. And when it comes to sukkah, we say, that even though it says l'cho over here as well, Nevertheless, as the Altered Rebbe puts it, when it's borrowed, it is mamish like yours. So the Rebbe says, looking back on the posse called the Ezra B'Yisrael, Yeshu B'Sukois, what we're actually learning out from the posse is this idea, that when you're borrowing it, it's becoming mamish like yours. The idea being is, when you borrow a place to live in, clearly you want it to be exactly like yours. Whereas when it comes to the lulav, it's going to be different. This is only a specific detail within the mitzvah that I need to do the mitzvah and it needs to belong to me. But to be able to understand this a little bit better, why it is that by sukkah specifically, when I'm borrowing it, it's becoming mamish like mine, the Rebbe says we're going to understand this by first understanding al is the idea of sukkah, that through this yidn are becoming completely united as one and therefore when I'm borrowing it, it is, it's as if it's mine. And the Rebbe says, we have a chageinu, a posseg that says in regards to Rosh Hashanah, which Chassidus explains as meaning, that all of the union that we have are Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, come out in a more revealed way on Sukkos. So we're going to have a look at three ideas of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, in each of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, three similar ideas, and then explain them how they apply in Sukkos. So we have, number one, the mitzvahs of the day. Rosh Hashanah, of course, the mitzvah of the day is Shaifer, Yim Kippur, we fast, we do chuva, we say vidui. that's number one. Number two, each one of these two days is also connected to the idea of tshuva, they're part of the Asaris you made tshuva, tshuva is higher than mitzvahs, they actually fix up if we messed up an area of mitzvahs. And then each one of them also have the very essence of what these days are all about, which is even higher than chuva. Rosh Hashanah, it's tamlichuni Aleichem, we were crowning Hashem as Melech, and Yom Kippur, as the Gemara says, even much more than just Tshuva, there's the very essence of the day that brings Kapara. Now these are really three different levels in the Iskasharus and the bond that exists between Hashem and the Yidin. The lowest level is where we're two separate ideas and we need to bring a unity. We need to bring this connection through a certain act and that's going to be through mitzvahs. Then we speak about a deeper connection which is not even dependent on the mitzvah, even if I messed up on the mitzvah, I could actually do tshuva. That means even someone that didn't do what he's supposed to could still fix it up because we're a step deeper than the mitzvahs. Nevertheless, this is still somewhat connected to the idea of mitzvahs, and therefore we're still two separate things. And I need to fix up the fact that I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Then comes number three, a in a way that Yidin mamish won with Hashem. And this is primarily expressed in the idea that we are causing that the Eibishter should want to be a melech. And that we want the Eibishter should be a melech. That is, when we are doing fulfilling Torah and mitzvahs, or we're doing tshuva, this is already after we have Hashem already as our melech, and we're doing what Hashem wants, or fixing up if we didn't do what Hashem wants. But before Hashem is Kavayochel even a melech, What's lacking? What's missing? Why are we begging Hashem to be a melech? That's because we are essentially bound up with Hashem and we want to have that relationship. Says the Rebbe, when we speak about differentiations and differences between yidn, this could be true in regards to mitzvahs. The way we do mitzvah might be different in the way one year does it and the next year does it. Even in regards to tshuva, since we're fixing up what we messed up, the truth is going to be relative to the mitzvah or avedah that we did. So it's again still going to be different by one yid and the next. Tamlichuni aleichem on the other hand, crowning our shem is melech, which is a bittl. We all nullify ourselves to the king. That's going to be exactly the same between the greatest minister and officer and the simple person. And therefore, the Rebbe says, when we speak about the idea of mitzvahs, and even Shuva, as we said, there's going to be these differences between one and the next, but Tamlichun alechem, which is coming from the essence of the Yid, this is connected with the essence also, of Hashem, and here there's going to be no differentiation, no separation, not between Yid and Hashem, and not between one Yid and the next. Says the Rebbe, even though we said that both are Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, each one have these three general levels, more specifically, we could also say that this is divided over Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. Rosh Hashanah is the idea where we crown Hashem as our Melech. This was the last point we just mentioned before out of the three. This idea of that unity that we all crown Hashem as our Melech equally. Yom Kippur is going to be the one. That's the idea of Tshuva. And Sukkos is going to be the one that's more connected with the idea of mitzvah, Where we have the mitzvah of Sukkot and the idea of Lulav. As the Medrash says, we're all busy doing mitzvahs on sukkahs. So again, we have three things. We have the S, essential bonded connections, which is tamlichuni aleichem, that's more like Rosh Hashanah. We have the chuvah idea, Yom Kippur, and we have the mitzvah idea, which is sukkah and luluv. But the Rebbe says, since we said that really all of the ideas of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur come out more in a more revealed way on sukkahs, so we're going to see all of these three things now, more specifically within sukkahs itself. So first of all, the very essence of the Yom Tiv. The essence of the Yom Tiv, we call it sukkahs. That's the way the Torah refers to it a number of times. So the essence of this Yom is, is about the sukkah. Then we have a particular mitzvah we do on the first day of this Yom Tiv. In the Torah, it says on the first day, is the mitzvah of Lulav. This is already, within the Yom Tiv of sukkahs, there's one particular mitzvah we need to do, which is the mitzvah of Lulav. We also have, the Torah describes afterwards, we need to have the union of Simcha on sukkahs. Says the Rebbe, the three things we spoke about before—the idea of Rosh Hashanah Tamlichuni Aleichem—is going to be expressed in the idea of Sukkah, as we'll explain in a minute. The Chovah idea, Yom Kippur idea, is going to be mainly expressed in the lulav. The Mitzvahs idea is going to be expressed in the idea of Simcha. How so? Tamlichuni, we said, which is connected to Sukkah, just like we said that Tamlichuni Aleichem is the idea where we're all standing united without any division. So too, the sukkah is the thing that unites all the yidden together. As we said, Yisrael, all yidden are fitting to sit in one sukkah together. Lulav is connected to the chuvah idea, the yom kippur idea. Why? The medrish tells us that after yom kippur, when the yidden and the goyim are being judged, how do we know who's victorious? When the yidden come out with a lulavim in their hand, standing there like with a tall banner, we know the yidden were victorious. The yidden were zoichabadin. That means their chuvah was accepted. So lulav is connected to tshuva, the Yom Kippur idea. Then comes the idea of simcha, and this is more connected to the general idea of mitzvahs. Because the simcha we're having is the simcha shal mitzvah, where we're showing in a clear way that we're so excited and happy about that bond that we create with Hashem through mitzvahs, and that we're having the simcha shal mitzvah. So now, once we understood the general idea, again, that sukkah is more like the tamlichuni aleichem, the idea where we're all united as one whereas in Lulav, which is more like the tshuva idea, where we saw that in tshuva there could be some differences between yidin, we're now going to go back to understand why by sukkah, where there's no division, even a borrowed sukkah could be mamish mine, because since we're all one, all the yidin are one, so if I borrow a sukkah, it's mamish like, like mine, because yidden essentially are one in the idea of sukkah. Now, of course, if it's a stolen sukkah, that's a different story, because then the person stealing it is clearly showing that he wants to separate, I'm taking away something from someone else. So then he's contradicting the achtas. But generally the idea of sukkah, why can I be yoit with a borrowed sukkah? Because it's mamish like mine, because we are all united. Where is it when it comes to the Dalad Minim, even though there's also achtas, we take all the different four species and we tie them together, nevertheless each one remains separate to the other. And therefore it can't be mamish like mine. Now, of course, ultimately the idea is that we do take these four kinds and we do try to bring some sort of achdus in them. But nevertheless, it's not in a way like in the sukkah where they were mamish all one. Then finally, we come, of course, to the third idea in Sukkot, which is the idea of simcha, which is the idea of mitzvahs, where there are different kinds of way how each person does his avoda, and that's why the simcha aspect, which corresponds to the mitzvahs, we find also by simchas, how there were differences in the way the Hasidim and Anche Maise did the simcha, and everyone else was watching them, and so on.